0: Hello, hi, welcome to another episode of The Chisapod. I'm Constance Khanna and I'm joined by
1: Joy and Panda, giving you the scoop for the week Tune in Uya's Ongzandiseleville is filled with flavour But you know that Or who secured the latest bag Or just who's dripping with sauce And who's adding the spice Because if it's hot then it's
0: definitely in the Chisa pod. As promised, we are here every Friday catching you up with the hottest entertainment news. We don't want you to be left behind. I know it's getting a little chilly outside and maybe it might be cold in the weekend, but we are here to keep you warm. Mm -hmm. Now, first up, uh, oh, this is interesting. Nastasi has embraced his new look. Now, we all know that Nastasi recently welcomed his baby named Oliver and he's three months old. So, taking to his Instagram timeline recently, he shared a clip of himself in front of the mirror, reciting affirmations. just like, I love myself, I'm happy, I look great, I'm a strong black man. And he said, this doesn't make me insecure while rubbing his baby. Yeah, break.
1: umkaba is for the dead birds. cool, yeah. it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Listen mm-hmm. to what
0: he had to say. Hi, my name is Nasty C. I'm a new dad. This is my dad bod, and I love it. And I love myself. And I'm happy. And I'm I love myself.
2: I look great. Uh, I am a strong black man, a strong strong father. Uh, this doesn't make me insecure at all in fact it makes me very confident
1: body positivity we all for it we all for it uh but i think it was actually back at the gym uh i recall when we were at um his the what is this iverson tour with what is that tour that he's on with casper again the african throne tour at the launch um Casper and him were talking about how they were embracing their dad bods as well. Casper, obviously, has like, I've let go. You know, being at the gym (laughs) is also another thing. But obviously, he also has to go back to the gym because he has a fight coming up uh, later this year. But Nasty C has also been trying to, like, hit the gym as well. But he's also embracing the fact that I don't always have to be cute, you Uh. know. Like, I have a lot on my plate. And, oh, literally. (laughs) 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 You know, and, you know, having a six-pack is a last is the last thing on on I like this. You
0: know how body positivity is always restricted to women. So I like for the fact that as somebody who has influence and somebody who has the attention of a lot of people, he's speaking out about it. We always go like, Ah, and I got some tall, dark, handsome, six pack, what? what." Funny enough. But you know a lot of girls
1: I've found are so into like a man Nomkaba like uh, Except now because Shaka Elembe has put a lot of pressure <laughs> on these <sustained>. men <laughs> yeah. to kind of get back to the gym. Yeah. But yes, there's a balance and I think, yeah, let's just all like even me, I haven't been to the gym. Actually, I've been saying I'm gonna go back to the gym since the beginning of this month. Beginning of this, this yeah, actually. <laughs> so I it's fine. No pressure.
0: No pressure to Nessis, no pressure to me, child. I But I think I don't one. I don't think most girls love Kaba. but we just I think for me, if At I were to...
1: Mele yeah,
0: okay. to I if I include myself, in there, if I were to figure myself in there, I don't really, like, men who go to gym, like, he can walk past. I'm like, oh, there's a guy walking past. Like, I don't really... Do that one. Anyway, enjoy. <laughs>
1: Well, in other news, it's out with the old and in with the new. Butler Bendalo has officially left the soil. After 18 years of making music together, the soil, the acapella group, the ones that have actually made the most hits just from the acapella, they have announced that they have so many changes ahead <laughs> of the release of their fifth album. After a long-term hiatus, the music group revealed that Ibo. And they've introduced a new one, a new lady by the name of Uthiyo, Mm -hmm. who they headhunted and made sure that she was the one. And they're quite excited about this new journey that they're going to go on. Buse has been doing well by herself, so
0: yeah. Not seemingly.
1: No, no, she's not seemingly. (laughs) I've seen uh, Buse perform like more than I've seen the soil perform in terms of like events right here in Joburg or like. Pretoria. Even, yeah. yeah, she's like all over the show. Yeah. Not to say that the soil are not on the ground. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to... Oh, is it a congratulations? Well, to her. To yeah. Theo for joining the group. Yeah. And all the best to Buzia also on just her continuing her venture. Anon Siga also a
0: solo artist. Yeah, it's got a two it's okay that are doing also, extremely well.
1: Hey, Sometimes it's okay to close the chapter.
0: Yeah, but also to um, remind you, what is the word when you want to say remind you but not remind you? To what, what, your what, what? Re-jog your memory? Yes. Okay. Also, to jog your memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we were to jog your memory, Theo is not really new, new. But she was the one who replaced Buxley Mandela when she took her um, spiritual um, yes. haters from the group. Yes. So, it's Theo, we've heard her before. She's also um, very good. Yeah. All the best, like you said, to Theo. to mm. be And to the soul going forward. I think... What do you think about the breakaway, though? Although she says that she's, it's, it's I think growth, uh, you know, she was ready. I, don't ready, think, I think it was a long time coming.
1: No, I think it was a long time coming. I don't think there's anything personal about it. I've seen yeah. her, like, with the group most yeah. recently when they did, like, their performances together. And I think it's quite an emotional detachment for her. Uh, but for the soil in general, I mean, this is not the first time they're having, like, uh, somebody cut Take off from the, from the group. Yeah. The group. Something so it's left prematurely once mm. before. Uh, and I think for Bushi, of course, it was more of an emotional attachment. I would say, yeah. uh, this is me assuming also. But um, I think it's about time. I think I I look forward to seeing how she goes. And already she's an international star. The star will continue. It's yeah. also a big group. I don't think there will be any shortcomings from anybody. Yeah. I
0: mean, although I, I although I'm saying it, I, it's it's been a long time coming or it's a long time coming, mm. we saw it. You we'll see, we saw. We are, yeah, saw it. But it's also <laughs> <laughs> there are a trio that we didn't think well. Break up. Like, you'd see other groups breaking up, or mm. there's drama here and there, but I think I've never actually imagined really? it the group. I mean, it's because you can go out, do your stuff. Yeah, and then, then
1: come, come back. back. But I think okay. maybe
0: it's it's about balancing. Maybe it should mm. be booked with the soil the same night, or, 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 or maybe something yes, like that. You know? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Um, but also, I mean, if we've been together since high school, like 18 years, going probably on 19. I. Labaya. They have a secret ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If they go apart, I don't know yes, if it yes. will still work. Those, Those ones good, are like yeah. salt and pepper. Like they can't break away from each other. They have to keep it going. Yeah. With the soil, it's a beautiful group. I think they can still continue without Ubuzle. And I'm sure there'll be times where they maybe do like a reunion or something. I don't mm. think they... I mean, they're still pretty much brothers and sisters and family and stuff. So
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, moving right along from wishful thinking where music breakaways and breaks, breakups are concerned. All the way to Makati, who we know, her break up from that other music <laughs> recording, what, what? Hey, it yeah. has led to success. I promise you, yeah. like we can see Makati now. Mm. Anyway, um, Spotify recently announced Makati as its eco Africa ambassador for this month of September. Now we all know September in the country we come, eh? do we commemorate? It- we are. It's, we could. It's, it's both. Say, yeah, mm. commemorate Heritage Month, yes. and Makati's one artist is very proud of her vendor. Mm. roots mm. Uh, she sings in the language she's always confident you know she's showing a lot of artists that you don't need to sing in english to be seen anyway but that's my card story not go attempt you know the multi award winner joins Kanyisa Jateni Tyler CEO and Elaine who have headlined the program this program seeks to put the spotlights and amplify the voices of African female artists breaking down barriers and making waves in the music industry. It also exposes their catalogue to global listenership. Now, mm. Joy, I know you want to get in because we had this little... <laughs> 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 but, but Makati's album Matorikisi steered her into national stardom mm-hmm. Ooh, I remember the song Shimmy. oh it ruled um, yes <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely <laughs> with subsequent projects like Kokoba and mm-hmm. African Queen cementing her artistry we also know that she has um, a new album coming up I forgot the name
1: yeah that purple one yeah mm. it's it's
0: very interesting cool. cover I don't think I like it but hey I like it I mean she says it's, it's it looks the, very upcoming it's <laughs> <laughs> I agree He's just trying to find your feeds Like She'll get it next mean. time But <laughs> the thing I love What I love about Makati's fan base And I speak of this it, It's for everyone They don't care If the cover is purple Pink, yellow Like Makati mm. does well Every other time She anyway. uses music We find songs We're gonna relate to I mean the other time She worked with What's what is name? Cubs at a Small I'm sorry mm. oh. Cups of the small. Again, now she's worked with Cups of the small on some song that oh, she's nice. also releasing. Okay. So she appeals to everyone. I mean, everyone. Does a guy. Everyone. Everyone, yes. A lot of people. I mean, everyone. <laughs> Let's say a lot like of people. if Makati song comes <laughs> in, you won't skip it. Yes, that's me.
1: Yeah. But... Okay, some I'm people. I'm thinking oh. about my other fellow friends and like peers.
0: Okay. that will be
1: like, why are we playing the song? Oh, I see. Okay, some <laughs> yes. people, but a lot. Like, but she has a, 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 a legion of fans.
0: Yeah, Kita, a, a lot of people.
1: Margaret. or did I say everybody? We said everybody.
0: English, okay. A no, lot but she, she definitely
1: people. has a legion of fans. Yes. yes Shout yes. out to
0: Limpopo Also, yeah, no, no, and I mean across Limpopo. even back yeah. in Northwest, Marika is very popular. She's huge in towns like Valmaranstad. I had to mention my town. Hey, Thank hometown in yeah. Freiburg you know, who they mm-hmm. love Makati. So, ah. Uh, no,
1: she's big. and and, and congratulations. So this is definitely big. Um, yeah, this was the beginning to even more things to come for her. Mm. Obviously, this will catapult or what, segue into, what is this? What's this that a lot of artists like to celebrate when they're, like, in Times Square billboard they oh, the, That's expected. That's obviously going to come through oh, the, soon. the Times Square and the, the... Times Square billboard. Yeah, okay. um, and apart from that, obviously, the manipulation of algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> so this is good. This is good. The album is going to sell. She's going to do well. Congratulations to her. This is big. This is huge. We love mm. it for her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, i um, um early on um for those of you who don't know, Joy and I talk a lot sometimes. But I was like, okay, yeah, you're naming her the the, the ambassador for for the month mm. like but what are you doing like what, what does it actually entail what does it entail maybe we should have somebody from spotify kind of clear break that it down like because i don't think it's enough for us for you to just mention like i'm um, your equal or what right, and then you you like you said manipulate mm. the algorithm as a brand strategies i'd think i'm not one but i'm just saying if i were one <laughs> <laughs> you know i would make sure that we go hard in the month of september that we put like Brand activation, Spotify collaboration.
1: I mean, but like this, Spotify that, really whatever. goes. This this was actually my argument. Like, yeah. Spotify definitely does go hard. They do. I don't. For, I get that. Like a lot of artists in Zanzi. I think if we can even recall the, the Spotify pop up. Um, we well, we call it a store that they had in Bram for like a month or so, where they definitely celebrated both rising stars Butino Chinyani and then like have that thing and and and, and other people. Let's this. have
0: that for these months. Let's have that. Let's, Let's see, see the actual work. I'm not saying Spotify doesn't because, I mean, that's a streaming platform that's the biggest right now. I don't yeah. Know about the numbers, I'm like... Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's you want to see, wanna see be more better. of this? Monster. Yeah, yeah
0: no, I was going to say, um, you, see, you, you, you spoke about the pop-up thing and everything. That's great initiatives for, for artists and we need to see those kind of collaborations. You mentioned her, cool, but like, what's happening let's see something all right although we know she doesn't need it but like you saying we need to catapult her to global stardom let's partner with other countries even not even if it's not in the continent because already she's got a stronghold here mm. and the other time she was touring in Europe and i think in some countries in the US as well mm, a little bit let's of that let's see mm-hmm. the presence Mm. Right. Let's let's see the let's see the the fruits the what the fruits of the labor of uh, Spotify. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think Spotify definitely is on the ground, so shout out to them. But Constance says she wants to see a lot of work. So if you're listening, I know you are, because this definitely is going to go on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we want to see more work. But moving right along, somebody who's definitely putting in the work is Nelly Sangobo, who is the writer behind Mzanzi's biggest TV series. These series, <laughs> series. <laughs> 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 Una Sapra, she just like um she just bagged her first acting gig when she first got into this industry, she wanted to be an actor and she found herself becoming a screenwriter. she's behind um screenplays or what do we call them telenovelas such as the river, the Queen, Giani, the blood, and what what.
0: <laughs> and land the, of
1: blood, blood. the land of blood <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them and blood and water and the Sa- savage beauty which those both those two are actually Netflix. making a comeback now on Netflix so shout out to that but she landed her first role her, she made an acting debut on an upcoming animation series by the name of Headspace Hets- oh. which is quite cool I think Firstly, I think I always say this in every podcast. My dream, guys, is to be on an animation series or animation movie or a cartoon. As a voiceover, you don't know this? No. That is such a sad story. But anyway, if it's listening, go ahead and like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) <laughs> Poach me in, uh, but yeah, she's she there. She plays the role of Charlene, uh, who is the girlfriend of Norman. Norman is played by Bonko Kosa in the movie. So go ahead yeah, and you watch spoke it. This to him coming recently, right? I spoke to him recently. So when you're done listening to this podcast, go ahead and listen to that one because it was <laughs> wow. nice. It was amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's that on that. Uh, I love the conversation with her. We had. We spoke about. Audio. Quite a bit, yeah. We, we spoke about quite a bit, yeah. um, but I liked mostly what she said about what it takes to make a hit, mm. a hit TV show, a hit, just body of work on screen. So this is what she had to say. Now, with with this character that you play, um, I think it's Charlene. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that uh, you know this is your your first role, as you mentioned, like. And as much as you do write, I mean, the fact that you definitely are exposed to the arts and the acting and stuff like that, did you have to prepare differently for this? Uh, I mean, the fact that it's been like a couple of years in the game with you focusing on being behind the camera, um, mm-hmm. being behind the being behind the, the actor rather, if I could put it that way. Um, how yeah. did you even prepare for this role? Um, tell me about your process and stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, um, what's, for me, just as 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 a as a performer, if there's an audition that you know I really that isn't like a, a an ad or anything that isn't like based on look, it actually is based on mm. performance. I'll firstly go see um, I'll go get some coaching, like I'll go see an acting like my, my acting coach, mm. and we'll do audition prep for that character, mm. um, and my coach will help me. Um, identify the parts of myself that are are close to that character. I mean, so for example, like I'm good at accents. I love speaking in different accents, Mm. Um, um, which the role required. And just personality-wise, Charlene is very, she's she's open and friendly and gregarious. So am I. I'm not afraid to be friendly to strangers. Mm. Um, She's also very responsible and has, like, a cross-captain head girl energy about her. Mm. And I have that, too. So when it came to, certain, like, certain personality traits, um, you know, that I had them within me. But then mm. um, I don't like to wing things sometimes. Um, I kind of believe in going to see a coach. I mean, I, I believe in, like, taking lessons with, a, with an acting coach mm. for, like, all... For all things really just on an ongoing basis um as opposed to just winging this acting thing if that makes sense yeah Yeah.
1: definitely definitely. um with 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 this also being um uh one of your first i I did want to definitely hone in it but i also wanted to also speak on just your resume and how well spread out it's like Like, I mean, I think you Like, were behind, like, Blood and Water And, like, another
2: series Can
1: you just also enlighten me on On others, maybe, that other people also Or even myself might not know
2: Um, so I also, I've also done Savage Beauty It's also on Netflix as Mm. well Um I kind of started Writing and did a lot of work Uh, in The pen and novella space Which I think is a great Um, great kind of school, if you will, like graduate school. Mm. Um, I did The River, I did The Queen, I did Gianni, I did Gamora. Um, Yeah, and I mean, I'm developing my own projects as well, but I want to direct as well. Some I want to act in, but then some are just not appropriate for me to act in. I kind of, I don't know, each project will will tell me... Inform me, uh, you know, whether I'm writing this one or directing this one or acting yeah. in this in this other one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think as a storyteller, I don't want it to be limited to form.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about just the art of of storytelling and also storytelling of like, I mean, you, I mean, the shows that you even mentioned are like big shows in Mzanzi and also abroad. I mean, with Blood and Water and them. Um, just the art of storytelling, what you think it actually makes to make a big hit of a story, but also like a good, well-told like told story or well-written, well-flowing kind of story.
2: That's a very deep question. Um, um, it sounds simple to answer, but and I feel like a, a good story, and I think this gets overlooked a lot, is if you're telling a story in communication with some, some other being, right? Mm. And sometimes, sometimes out of fear, storytellers, or even kind of big platforms, um, are kind of scared to get to the heart of something. Mm. You know, kind of going going beyond like what something presents itself as um, is, is, is quite scary and kind of getting to the, the, the essential uh, nuggets, the essential kind of core. Um, and then using the medium, whatever medium it is, if it's a novel or if it's a, if it's a piece of music, to kind of highlight that core. I
1: love that. Do you know when you're creating a hit, that it's gonna be a hit. When you're writing, are you able to tell that you know what this is actually gonna fly?
2: No, no. But um I feel like if something is a hit with audiences, it means it's 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 kind of it penetrates something that we all personally individually relate to.
1: Okay. I love that. I love what she said about um the fact that you have to go deep, um, but I also like the fact that she spoke of the the balance and the fact that it's not easy to actually go deep as well within yourself to get those stories. We've heard of um, artists and uh, actors having to go through depression or going to therapy or having mental health issues because of the... Um, uh, roles that they play, and of course, with the writers, it's the same. And she also has had some mental challenges, but she's working on them, or she works on them, or balances them out. So that's that. On
0: that, love that. And uh, moving right along, David Gao's Blacks Only comedy is making a return not a return to the theater, but um, he announced that they're going back to the teatro at Monte Cassino on October 7th. Now, if you don't know, David Gao is like. <clears throat> You don't laugh. (laughs) I'm waiting for this. He's a legend. Yes, he's a legend. I mean, he writes, produces, hosts, and he's been doing this comedy thing for quite some time. And also this Blacks Only, you know, comedy series that they're doing. They're celebrating their 19th year anniversary this year. They started out at Nelson Mandela Theatre in 2004. So David was kind of explaining where the theme or the idea behind... Um, coalition pact so every comedy show has a theme that they'll delve into so this time it's coalition pact and obviously it was inspired by the moonshot pact okay I'm sorry that was deep (laughs) moonshot pact that whole little thing where political parties made or are creating a collision to unseat the ANC. Oh, okay. So that's what inspired the whole thing. Oh, okay. on the lineup for this year event oh this year's event, um it's um television personality Tatan Gonzo, legendary comedian Mark Lottering and Celeste. Nduli. Also on the lineup it's Mo Jack Lehawker, Mo Matebe, Tapelo Kingflet, Mame and Ellen Comity. So, this is what he has to say.
2: Three years, she's quite a big man. And hopefully with some sponsors behind, well, Blacksville is a character by myself. I will our to create real content. And obviously, then, if I'm teaching a hit for a birthday that's me. It's quite so blessed. Comedians out there that have an opportunity to see by anyone or be discovered by anyone. When I see your writers or producers or we act, yeah. or even incredible the opportunity to end up getting the whole show. So hopefully next year we can have quite a big year, three years. So hopefully in the twenty years I can kinda of pick some of the international comics as well.
0: You don't care about comedy.
1: I like comedy. I like um you know the I mean shout out to David Cow, the fact that he's celebrating nineteen years within doing this thing. It's quite yeah. big. I heard two com comedians on that lineup that I'm Definitely I definitely would be looking forward to. I'm definitely not going. Okay. I love comedy, but not this one. Yeah. Um Celeste so and Tully's hella funny. Uh I think you said. Tets. No, uman no. uchek Mojak mojek le was kind of funny too. Um, David Gao, I forgot what he sounds like,
0: you know. What? I think, <laughs> I think comedy is a personal taste because we spent like 20 minutes in our diary meeting trying to. Everybody's like, nah, fine, fine. I, fine. I, I find him, I don't find, I don't find this one, find. and then we're all the way to Trevor. No, I'm like, guys, we're digressing. Here is the meeting, we are here. But I think I would also want to uh, have a little, not a little, but a round of applause to David. Because this has put on a lot of black comedians. Okay. Who were unable Definitely to Definitely for that. Break, yes. Yes. So, if we're not saying
1: anybody's funny, yeah. then we're going to talk about the work. Yeah. The work. Honey, you put in the work. Yes. Congratulations. It's been
0: a launching pad for a lot of comedians. Some even started there and people noticed them there and started. Getting bookings everywhere Mm. else. So kudos to David. He is a pioneer. Absolutely. For still Mm. doing that. And one of the things that we spoke about that I'm going to write on a little bit later on. Because it was a lengthy chat. About the launching or the coming in into the space with other streaming platforms. Mm. So I was like, look, what is next, man? Next year is t- 20 years. Reflect on your on this journey and whatever. Mm. And it's like we still lack that kind of support that we'd want in terms of funding. And I mean, you know what funding does. Funding opens a lot of doors. It opens opportunities for other comedians. I can come and perform on your show after. I get exposure. Uh, fun, yeah. But if we have these people that I'm like, okay, after from what I see, I need five people. I'm going to do a mm. show on. And I'm going to do whatever. So comedy is that thing that we're just like, oh, it's like in the background.
1: Yeah, I think the culture of it, I think in Joburg,
0: it's not that much. I, I mean, it know. used to be pre-COVID. I mean,
1: it it used good. to be yeah, yeah. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID. It COVID, was really quite hard. We had like the Goliath Club. We had the, but also Monte Casino kind of keeping that going. So I love that for them.
0: Kudos I love to, that for to, them. Kudos to,
1: to them. And I'm sure there are other spaces. It's just that I'm not in that space that much. I mean, like a <laughs> It's nice for date night or whatever, but also, yeah.
0: That's why I don't go to comedy shows. I'm a very awkward person. I I mean, if I'm watching it at home, I'm like, I watched one hour forty minutes. I didn't laugh. It takes so, a, a lot to make days. me laugh. Yeah. Yes. It takes but like, a
1: lot. I, like, for instance, I mean, I'm definitely saying people should go out and go support. Because, uh, as I mentioned, there are people on that lineup that are going to be absolutely hilarious. Mm. But... Yeah, but I want to, like, a thing like Trevor Noah's Savannah comedy tour. Like, I want to go there. Because, because I know that he's going ma- to make me laugh. Oh. He's made me laugh all these years. <laughs> and also, I want to see another Hollywood star in Essay again. I see. Okay. <laughs> Maybe for other reasons. But. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that on that. Okay. Oh, and Celeste also had her one, one, woman, man, show. one woman show with, yeah. like, those guys. Yeah, which is actually super super cool oh, shout went? out to Celeste did you go I didn't go oh. but I just like her like everything about her is so funny I like it
0: Invite us guys will come yeah. well, I, I need also to sit in the back I don't need attention you know how they make fun <laughs> of the people in the first three rows <gasps> <gasps> can I tell you what happened what is mm-hmm. this thing yeah yeah Comedy Central that they like recording uh, um the roast I don't know if it was a roast or what was it though but it was Tats and Gonser right? so yeah. we got in my colleague and I we, so there are <laughs> two white women sitting yeah. so we Skip a seat or two, I think, and then Kitty and I said somewhere else, Mm. and then Tats comes in. We were the first people. He's like, "Ah, guys, we're the Rambo Nation. What's happening here?" Okay, that's that's fun. Rebecca, and then that's yo. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Wow, I don't like sitting in the front." So yeah, Yeah. but congratulations to David. All the best. That's the the thing also
1: about comedians. Like usually when they're like actually funny, Mm -hmm. they don't rely on the audience. They actually have like, like. Oh no! But it's a great icebreaker. It's it's a good icebreaker to obviously be in the Segway present moment. The, yeah. yeah, but I hate comedians who make fun of the audience. I don't hate them. You don't like it. I just don't like it. Okay, cool. Anyway, moving right along. Damn you, comedy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one inspiring story that I think we've been wit- being yeah, witnessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been witnessed too yeah, we've been witnessing over the past. My English is not English, I guess. It's Happy Friday. Yeah, it's Friday, in my head. <laughs> yeah, we've been witnessing her journey for quite some time now. Yeah. Um. Also, but it's not only have we been witnessing it, but we've also been inspired by it. A lot of people have been speaking out about their family members who suffered or who are stroke survivors, and how Lira speaking out is actually helping them. So we've been through with her since she suffered the stroke, giving us updates about it, telling us she can't speak or write. No, no, now no, I can write. Now I have aphasia. Now this and that. But finally, not finally, but now she's at a place where she can sing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: she recently received a standing ovation from attendees at the annual RMB Starlight Classics, where she took the stage to perform Mira Mageva's hit song, Jilo Jilo, with singers Sunny Boy Zaza and Masabane Rangwanasha. Yeah. After being spotted by the host of the event, Katla, Katla, said, yo, we have a superstar in the building." Mm-hmm. And then she joined on stage. And also, just to remind you, she has sung or performed this song before. Because mm-hmm. in her Instagram timeline, she shared the video where she was performing, and she's like, when Infinity she was trying, Infinity. yeah, mm-hmm. when she's trying to speak again. This was like the video that she would sing too, like practice the, the song. With. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she also said
1: somehow can I help her with the tongue? The tongue. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, but she also said that's still a very long way to go before she can sing on her own or have like a full on blown show where it's only Lira. Um, but she did say, like we said, she's been singing to listen up her tongue, and it helped her speak better. And you know, she said she do, she does it as part of her recovery. So I've, I love this for her. We, I think the whole country. Okay, this can I say the whole country now? Are the whole country that listens to her. Some people, uh, the a lot whole of people... is rooting for Lira.
1: Lira is a jewel. Yeah. She's an SA
0: jewel. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been an amazing story. And we are all happy. I remember when we we were told she suffered a stroke. I think we all kind of were sad and, yeah. you know, praying She's for her and stuff. But absolutely... We thank we thank God. What about the speech therapist? So we thank God and the speech <laughs> and therapist and the mother and the friends and everybody else who rallied behind everything else mm. that rallied behind her recovery. So we are so proud of you, Lira, for your spirit, for your tenacity. And man, just keep going.
1: Yeah. Speaking of performances, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of performances, um, Cairo, um, if you were at Jobic Day just recently, the 947 Galaxy Jobic Day just took place last weekend. And Cairo went up on stage, obviously, with a tribute um, for, to her father, the Mega Band. Was it the, Megacy band? the Mega Megacy band. band? It's the Mega Band. It's the Mega Band. Oh, really? Yeah, they did a trippy performance, obviously, with Nadine Akai. All his friends and colleagues jumped on stage along with Cairo. And now the chat on social media has been, why is everybody trying to force eh, ooh, Cairo to be this influencer, this poster child, child of mourning or... All of these things and whatever, whatever. So Lynn Forbes, who is the mother of AKA, has responded to all of you with an interesting dialogue that apparently happened between Lynn Forbes and... Someone else. And, and, and Cairo. Oh. Okay. This is her. I'm gonna read it verbatim. So, Kyra didn't say, I want to perform at Jobic Day. She said, I'm going to perform at Jobic Day. I don't want anyone to go on stage with me. I'm going to sing my daddy's voice by myself. Um, It sat well with her, she cried She is very proud of herself No one forced her So basically everybody must just sit down Cairo has, she's ages old now I think she has a mouth of her own And feelings of her own Even though she might not really know What she's doing But she's quite courageous I think we should be Instead of saying that they're forcing her onto stage Or all of that And just encourage her to keep going And obviously continue his father's legacy obviously that also helps her to get closer to to mega in some sort of way and i like that for her especially if this dialogue is true
0: (laughs) that's the important thing um i don't know man i'm two ways about it and Mm -hmm. i'm speaking from a point of being a parent and this isn't about me Mm -hmm. but i'll just give you my two cents Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: usually i mean when I come from a home where we like sheltering children. We're like giving them safe spaces, right? And also, these are two... We have cultural differences. I think let's make peace with that. That is an interesting The Forbes one. family are colored. Mm. We are black people that are always thinking everything is black and white. And unfortunately, not fort- unfortunately, but fortunately, the Forbes family are coming in to teach us that not everything is black and white. Mm. And you know how you're trying to impose your belief system on people? Yeah. They feel like so right she was for black. Kira, what was she supposed to do? She wasn't going to get on the stage.
1: Why? Because she's still mourning for 10 years.
0: Not even about the cultural aspect of mourning, mm. but she's a child. Okay. Why is a child telling me she wants to get on stage to say, ah, eh, say, ma'am? No. Damn, I wouldn't be able to do that. You're a child. No, children are, like, like you said, she's eight. Mm. I remember my eight-year-old. Well, now he's thirteen, but when he was eight, like he'd say, "He's a child." The things that you, you know, moto, Like these are just childish things that they wanna talk about or that they're saying. But you know, also,
1: eight-year-olds back then versus eight-year-olds right now—they uh, are so smart. Also, I'm speaking from a. Minute. Very single, no mother aspect. I don't know. Also, I haven't seen my little brother in a while. so I don't know how kids really are, but I'm really in support of it. And I really feel like if she wants to jump on stage right now, if she can look back years later and be like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. That's cool. Or maybe she'll look back and be like, yeah, look, I'm a singer now. Maybe now, obviously, her vocals are not like as mature maybe like 10 years from now she'd be like I was performing my what," and then she would do like a tribute something like 10 years later
0: like something. I said I'm two ways about it right mm. it's the, the issue of the fact that we're exposing a lot she's too young for this mm. and then also the fact that she, but she was so emotional she broke down are we thinking about the long term effects this is going to have on her has she dealt with the trauma? Has um, Isn't this de- re-traumatizing her? The fact that she's getting on stage mm. her dad, isn't they? She's singing. All of you guys were looking at her crying. Well, everybody else was crying. Everybody else was crying. Yes. It was quite an emotional one. Exactly. But to be quite honest... I feel like... I mean, we're not I, policing...
1: We're not policing yeah. the
0: Forbes family or the g i family And I'm family pretty on sure they parent. they also
1: cognizant of, like, her mental stability and probably taking her to therapy or whatever she might need. Um, And also, I think therapy comes in, like, different facets. It doesn't mean sitting down. It does not. Stages. Sometimes it can mean really I jumping on stage and singing your daddy's song. Like, I feel like... My how I dealt with my trauma when I was like as young as her, I used to write poems, which didn't make sense. And my dad found them and was like, "I wonder, you're going through a lot. <laughs> and, like, took me to a therapist. But like it kind of like there's they're like different ways. So I think I'm in support of this. And, you know, I'm I'm sure we're all gonna I it was quite awkward from the beginning, yes, because I was there and like them, like we were playing aka singing live. And he was not live. He was not there. But eventually, it was quite a beautiful celebration. I think the atmosphere, all in all, it was quite, I feel like, I don't want to say he was there, but we really were just celebrating his life. And it, it's great that she wanted to be part of her father's legacy. But basically, all so. in all in all, abam foster. Okay, Ulin Forbes, Ati Abam Foster. If I was a rapper, that would rhyme and that would be it.
0: Interesting.
2: Period. But I'm just saying,
0: as a parent, you're, here, or you're there as a moderator. Your child could say, I want to jump off a cliff, I want to fly the kite over. You have to go there and go, like, No, that's too high. Mm. You will fall off onto the cliff. Come ride the kite here where it's safer, where there's no rocks, where you won't stumble into anything. Is all that I'm saying. Although she came there, I would have... You You know, I'm giving you two options to, yeah, here. Yeah, just devil's advocate type yeah. of vibe. To, to be like, okay, you don't necessarily have to sing, my child. But we can go on stage. We can dance together, whatever. But I remember somebody was saying that we need to be at a moment where we just take Cairo out of the limelight. Just so she becomes just a normal child. We get that she's not a normal child. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. It's a devil's advocate, two sides of a coin situation. Mm. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's up to the parents, the grandparents, on how they handle the whole situation. But personally, for me, I would actually just take in my child out of the limelight. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I really feel like she's kind of has a normal life. Like, yes, yeah, she doesn't. Mm. Like, but if you think of beyond her, when she's not posting, when she's not being posted for on social media when she's not being taken on stage. I mean, also she's not always on the road, like an actual artist. I feel like Simbona Nini, she's not really in the limelight per se. Like, yeah, but that's, that's that on that. Um, but uh, congratulations to Kyra for being quite courageous. That definitely takes a very courageous spirit to jump on stage and uh, yeah
0: I think I don't want to be saying an 8 year old is courageous an 8 old is a child them children. Children. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note where Joe and I don't agree for the 100th time mm-hmm. uh, that's been it for this edition of the Chisapod. Pod remember that you can find our latest podcasts review and subscribe for free on iono.fm Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. You can also find us or follow us on Twitter at Chess Alive, and the Chess Pod is a Times Live production. And our producer for today is Tavo Chavalala. <laughs> I have been your host, Constance Khanakhomu, and Joe panda Until next time, bye-bye. bye bye.